trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. Oh boy, obligatory Sonic Mania show, because I, as well as others, are excited for the release of this game. Uh, irony aside of the um, delay, of course, but today uh, I thought we'd take a slightly different route. I thought we'd take a look at perhaps those zones which we didn't see in Sonic Mania or haven't seen through the leaks now, and thanks to that that happened last night as well. I thought we'd take a slightly different look. So I want to know, what would you like to see in Sonic Mania? But first of all, we're going to start off with some tracks from Sonic Mania that we've already heard. So. We're going to start off with Special Stage, Dimension Highest, right here on the Topical Resort.
and welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Sonic Mania. That was theme of the Hard Boiled Heavies. A very lovely track, if I do say so myself. Reminds me a lot of um, Nights into Dreams and Jet Set Radio in particular, two of my favourite Sega soundtracks. For that, also from Sonic Mania, that was Special Stage Dimension Heist. Also a very nice track there. And officially, welcome to the Topical Resort for another week. I am your host, Viper, as always. And today we're going to be talking about some Sonic Mania and some Sonic Mania zones we'd love to see, even if they aren't in the final game. So, um, I apologise if I sound a bit off again this week. Um, if I sound a bit off again for the first bit, because uh, a few things happened. For starters, I had literally finished eating dinner about three minutes before, so I sort of rushed to get in here. And second of all, um, I've gone back to the two monitors set up. However, this second monitor is a bit janky. It doesn't like to work fully at times. So, um... I'm sort of working with broken tech, <laughs> indeed. But um, yeah, like occasionally I'll go to like move my mouse over to the right monitor and it just won't move. So that's why, because all my volume controls are on there. So sometimes I go, and I'll see you in a second, and then like it takes me like three or four seconds or something stupid to like fade down the music. That's why. But anyway, obviously the goal of this episode is to talk about zones we'd like to see in Sonic Mania, as I've mentioned multiple times. So I'm going to start off with some fan games on my part. So, um, two absolutely fantastic fan games that I like to sing the praises of a lot, Sonic Before and After the sequel. They are fantastic games, I highly recommend you play them completely free, so they're amazing soundtracks. And uh, a lot of the people on the soundtracks have gone on to work on big projects, like Folk went on to go and work on Sonic Mania with T-Lopes. It's, it's awesome, but um, my two picks is Hilltop Heights from from Sonic Before the sequel. The reason I chose this is because I really like the aesthetic of the level. Um, the level is sort of... What if we took Green Hill and Sky Sanctuary but sort of made our own interesting mashup? But I think the thing I love the most is once you get a certain point into the stage, there's just tons of, like, you know, places to speed up, tons of ramps. And then on one of those ramps where you're going super fast, Suddenly the rain just comes pouring down, and then the music just completely kicks in. Amazing. And I'd love to see if Sonic Mania could obviously do something like that. That'd be awesome. And uh, my second pick from after the sequel is Moon Mansion Zone. Why have I picked Moon Mansion Zone? Simple, because one of my favourite level aesthetics in um, video games is Halloween, Mansion, Castle, those sort of levels. You know, very sort of Halloween-y inspired. And, um, you know, there are a lot of... A lot of Halloween zone games that I love the most well-known of these is Pumpkin Hill. However, in the past we've had some other ones, such as the Halloween version of Twinkle Park, which was DLC. And we also had, um, obviously, the ones from Sonic Heroes and Shadow of the Hedgehog, Cryptic Castle, and Mystic Mansion. But um, I think Moon Mansion is the most underrated of these. First of all, it has great music. That's something you're going to be noticing a lot, a lot, a lot with um, my picks. But also, um, in particular, I just think the level design is really good. Like it, the way the stage looks, it just looks and captures the feeling of that haunted mansion perfectly, and just the colours and everything just really flow very well. And I think the style of the stage and how it looks would really fit with how with the sort of look and feel Sonic Mania is going for. So that's why I personally picked it. And plus, I think it could use some more stage variation, and that definitely fits the category of variation. Um, let's see, we got more requests for the dramatic readings, 
Um, yep, streaming on YouTube. Um, streaming on YouTube, stealing listeners. Um, does faintly creepy zones count? The ghost in Sandopolis have a nice aesthetic. Uh, unlike Jamie, who will tell you Sandopolis is good, who, by the way, is completely wrong aside from the music, I would like to see what they could do with Sandopolis. I think one of my things that I sort of would have liked out of Sonic Mania that I haven't seen is I sort of wish they would have took, like, really sort of A, underrated, or B, not very good stages, and just sort of, like, transform them into something new. Because although I do like Wacky Workbench, I would have loved to see what they would have been able to do with that, and a certain later request will also agree with me. And I think, even though I don't like Sandopolis, I would have been really curious to see what they could have done to it and how they could have personally changed it and see if I would have liked it with their interpretation. But I just don't like the original Sonic 3 interpretation, and Jamie's wrong because Sandopolis is not a good zone. Um, I'm debating, do we do it now? Yeah, screw it, we'll do it now. <sighs> Lost Impact's request, here we come. Um... I can't remember what the talk bed's called. Ah, there it is. If I, do, if I do that, and then turn that off, turn that off. Um, that's really loud. And if I now do that, welcome over here, and I will restart it. So, um, for some reason, Lost Impact wants me to do a dramatic reading, because um, he's not even on anymore. But, um, Ravseek completely destroyed me on the last episode of the Chart Topping Show where I was rightfully streaming to the platform we all know as YouTube. Yes, it is not an overused joke at all that is not totally old whatsoever at this point. But, with that in mind, we are going to get into a song that Lost Impact has wrote called Almost Dead to Ravseek. Um, it's supposed to go... It's supposed to fit in with this song Almost Dead from Shadow the Hedgehog, however, um... This talk bed will do just fine. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. This is normally reserved for streams and not my more professional radio show. But there we go. So, why don't we start this off? No more CTS. No more Topical Resort. Are you friend or fiend? Ravseek. No more damn fourth Chaos Emeralds. No more Shadow the Hedgehog request spams. Somewhere in between. No more CTS. No more Topical Resort. Are you friend or fiend, Ravseek? No more slow Sonic X theme. No more Ravseek announcing Shadow the Hedgehog songs. Somewhere in between. Well, we're almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Viper can't save us. Jamie is a joke. No place left to go. What? <laughs> What you see, you cannot believe. The blue zone is on. Well, we're almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Well, we're almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. This keeps going. Well, we're almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Almost dead. Almost dead. Almost dead to Ravseek. Well, we're almost dead to Ravseek. Huh, there's barely any lyrics to almost dead. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that is the end of that horrible, 
horrible endeavor. No more. I never ask anything more from you people ever again because uh, that sucks. Yeah, you all suck. So um, anyway, I think it's time that we rightfully get on with some more music now after that absolute monstrosity. So we're going to start off with the uh, zones that we were just talking about. So we're going to start off with Rivulets from Hilltop Heights Zone Act 1 from Sonic Before the Sequel, the 2012 version, right here on Radio Sega.
request resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. Hasty History. And welcome back to the Topical Resort. What you just heard there was from Sonic After the Sequel, that was Ghost with Guitars for Moon Mansion Act 2. And before that, from Sonic 4 the Sequel, the 2012 version, because that was the version which added the original soundtrack to the game, because previously it was just reused songs from old games. That was Rivulet, so Hilltop Heights Act 1. And now we're on to the Hasty History segment. So, what could I possibly request for the... What? What could I possibly write for the Hasty History segment? Well, it's simple. I just wrote the history of Sonic Mania. So, today we're going to be going over the history of Sonic Mania, but not after I forget to tweet out the tweet, of course. Uh, actually, do we really need to This is an excellent radio right here. There we go, okay. So now, um, I'm going to be going over the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can think. Now, I'm going to be going over the history, or the brief history that we know, because we don't know everything, about Sonic Mania. So, the game started off as Sonic Discovery. In 2016, it was pitched directly to Sega, because unlike most fan games, Say, uh, unlike most fan games, um, which get shut down because they're not pitched directly to Sega and they get a bit too ambitious, they had the idea, well, we're going to pitch this directly to Sega, and they said yes. But this idea was almost rejected, but Asuka saw faith in the project in level Studiopolis, which is the level that we first all saw in the game Studiopolis. And it's strange to think that what Sonic Mania would have been if it wasn't official and it had been cancelled and perhaps it had gone into being a fan game or something else. Maybe maybe the um, Christian Whitehead and team wouldn't still be working for Sega. Who really knows? Uh, the game was officially announced in July of 2016 at the Sonic 25th anniversary party, which was a royal good time because it was a horrible live stream, but it was very fun to watch. Uh, as for the pre-orders, the Collector's Edition went up for pre-order in September 2016, with it being delivered on the same day, August 15th, 2017. And, um, obviously we now have the nice little fact, since this didn't really slot in anywhere else, of the PC version of Sonic Mania has been delayed until August 29th, which was totally not the version I was going to buy whatsoever, so uh, that hasn't put me in a sour mood all day. But do not worry guys, because... As compensation for people who, who some people played up for eight, as compensation, despite the fact that some people paid up to eighty pounds for this game, you get a free copy of Sonic One. You know the Sonic One that you have on your phone, your Mega Drive, your Xbox, your PlayStation, your GameCube, your PS2, your Xbox, your Saturn, your Dreamcast, your PC. You know that game that you have so many times that costs three pound on Steam. Yeah, we're going to give that to you as compensation, despite the fact you paid £80. Good luck, guys! And, aside from that, that's really it, but Jamie's distracting me. Yeah, don't forget that I thought the retro engine version of Sonic 3 was cancelled due to Sonic Mania. I still do believe that was a factor in it, because I still do believe they were planning something at that time. But, 
the same time, it's... I, there's no other reason for not doing it unless they would have been working on something, so... Could they have been working on... Well, obviously they weren't working on Mania, but what were they working on at the time? Because the Sonic 3 port shouldn't have taken that much effort, so surely they would have to be doing something at the time that would warrant them not being able to make it? Interesting thought, so maybe I'm not... Maybe I might not be fully wrong. Maybe they might have been working on something else that cancelled it. Who knows? But yes, as always, I'm wrong and Jamie's right. Because Jamie is always right in every single situation. Um, aside from that, um, we have the Request Resort segment up next. Except we don't, because this week it works a bit differently. So how the Request Resort segment works, I'm going to explain right now. So, um... I need to tweet out about this as well. So, um, how the request resort segment works is that um, I want to know the zones that you want to see in Sonic Mania. I've mentioned this multiple times. So, how you can get in your request for this segment is you go to me, hey Viper, in a DM I, or a tweet. I'd really like to see this zone in Sonic Mania because, and then you explain your reason why, and then your request is automatically put towards that zone. As long as I have it, and I pretty much should have it because I have most, if not all, Sonic music. But yes, that is how you get in your request for this segment. A bit different, but... You know, we got in a few requests already, and I'm going to need to slot some more in at some point. Okay, but we... Our first one was actually from uh, Electric Boogaloo, but I'll read it out in a second. But for now, we'll let the keyboard sounds intensify once again. Okay, that should be good. Then just retweet. And from there, um, I'm the Sonic of Keyboards. Yes, yes I am. Uh, they should have given people Shadow the Hedgehog on Steam. Yep, there's our obligatory mention of Shadow the Hedgehog this half hour. I'm just trying to buy time at this point because it's only like half an hour in. Fast type for 8, yes. So, um, now, I think we're actually going to read out our first request, which was from Electric Boogaloo. So, uh, let's find Electric Boogaloo's message. Um, request for this week's show. I want to see Wacky Workbench in Sonic Mania because the overall insanity of dealing with a bouncing floor and having to avoid dead ends. Plus, it would complement the Stardust Speedway in a way. I have to say, I have to agree. I would have really loved to have seen Wacky Workbench in, um... Sonic Mania, just to see like how much different it would be and how much they can improve the level design. You know, like a different team has a different take on every single level ever created. So I'd like to see what their interpretation could have been. And Electric Boogaloo, unfortunately, had to taint this with the US present version of Wacky Workbench rather than the Japanese version of Wacky Workbench. So I've actually swapped it out for the Jap. No, okay. I'm joking, of course, because I actually do quite like Wacky Workbench from the US version. It's probably my favourite track from that version. So, I will happily put that on for you. So, we're going to get into our first request, and our request this week will be spread out across the entire show, so they won't all be in one big segment. So, we're going to start off with Wacky Workbench US from Sonic the Hedgehog CD, as requested by Electric Boogaloo, and then we're going to get into one of my requests. 
because actually I should probably explain this one first. Um, I would like to see in Sonic Mania as a final stage. Sky Fortress Zone from Sonic 4 Episode 2. Now I sang my love for this zone yesterday because I was streaming the game, but I honestly think this is the best ending stage in any Sonic game because I love the aesthetic, that's always a big part of Sonic stages for me, you know, they have to look nice. But in general I just think it's a, what if Wing Fortress was like a bit more sort of padded out and had more ideas and was a bit more ambitious and all that sort of stuff, because I really did like Wind Fortress, but it was just, one, a different take on it, and two, a very ambitious take on it. On top of that, once again, one of the most important features has great music, and the whole point, as I've said, for Sonic Mania, I'd like to see what they could do with underappreciated zones, or zones that weren't very good in the first place, so I think this fits my theme of that. So, first of all, we're going to get into Electric Boogaloo's request, which is from Sonic the Hedgehog CD. This is Wacky Workbench US, right here on the Topical Resort. Request Resorts
If you're strong, you can fly, you can reach the other side of the rainbow. It's alright, take a chance, cause there is no circumstance that you can't handle.
And welcome back to the Topical Resort. What you just heard there was from Blue Skies Green Hills. That was Kozile? Kozile? I'm going to say that. Kozilek's remix of Sky Fortress Zone. That was Eternal Guardian of the Sky. A remix, as I said, of Sky Fortress Zone, but also of Sonic Boom, the US theme to uh, the US theme to Sonic CD, which was unintentional because before that we played Wacky Workbench US from Sonic CD. Completely unintentional, but it happened. Either way, um, I now have nothing to talk about because I didn't plan this segment at all. I really didn't. So instead, <laughs> um, we're going to read the chat, and if you guys have anything interesting or uh, opinions on what you've seen on Sonic Mania so far, I guess go ahead and I'll read them out. But also, um, no, I will not be accepting spoilers, and if I see spoilers, um, well, um, I'm not going to be very happy, but there's nothing I can do about it, so <laughs> I, I will be very disappointed in you, and I will not read it out on the air, because I don't want to get in trouble. But, um, I'm glad people people on Twitter are reacting very well to receiving another copy of Sonic 1 for their Sonic 1 collections. It's it's like that one picture of that one girl who had, like, what, 50 copies of FIFA 11 for the PS3? Also, FIFA, that's a Jamie meme. But, um, it's like that one girl who had 50 copies of FIFA 11 for the PS3. That's sort of like what Sega fans like with Sonic 1. They own 50 copies of it for every console available. So, another one to the collection is special because it's a Sonic Mania Sonic one. Oh, uh, talk about the messages I sent you. You have plenty of messages, but I'm, um... Okay. Um, so, Veritex has some zones that he would like to see in Sonic Mania. So first up is, um, actually I'm not going to read this one because I'm going to read this out later. Um, his second choice would be Hilltop Zone because it's his favourite in Sonic 2. I'd love to see another mountain themed zone because the view up there is just amazing. And third choice, Ice Cap, of course. But not just because of the music, I love the snow and ice themed levels in video games in general. We'd have to agree. I do like Ice Cap, I just don't like how much I see it is my main issue with it. And lastly, um, his fourth slot was um, Quartz Quadrant, his second favourite in Sonic CD. Crystal, crystal favourite levels always look good, so I'd like to see something like this in Mania. I will try and slot some of these on, but we have so many, so many slots that we need to, um, you know, we got so many requests. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to fit them all in. Um, Jamie says, how many copies of Sonic 1 do Sonic fans need to own? Well, it, to be considered a true Sonic fan, you need these seven copies. Have you found the seven world copies of Sonic 1, Jamie, my dear? Yes, Sonic and the Secret Memes for the win. Uh, you want to hear opinions on Spring Yard, Hilltop and Quartz Quadrant? I literally agree with everything he said. <laughs> I really couldn't put it any other way because honestly I pretty much agree with everything you said on all those zones. Um, I guess if anyone else wants to comment on them I'll read it out. Uh, Doan says, Quartz Quadrant and Stardust Speedway are the two zones I like the bad futures of. Definitely two great bad futures. I think in both cases, I prefer, I prefer the present or past versions. Because, so good. But, um, unfortunately, I, c I can't have everything I want. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, seven copies in hand, they both said it at the same time. 
Um, Electric Boogaloo says, Sonic 1, the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, it, it does. It doesn't ever give up. Um, Lost Impact says, it should have been FIFA South Africa given out on Steam. Now, although that would be a highly entertaining meme, Sonic 1 is more of an entertaining meme at this point. Aya also brings up a good point. Yakuza Kiwiami is coming out the same day as Sonic Mania on PC. So, um, good thing I'm getting the PS4 version of Sonic Mania now then, which I'll probably end up pre-ordering tonight. Who, who said that? Who said that? Um, yeah, I'll probably end up getting that version, which means my pl my palette will be clear in time for Yakuza Kiwiami. So that way I don't have to play both on the same day. Because that'd be horrible because I, w I want to play both so badly. <laughs> oh, what, what a horror. Why release them on the same day? And also Night Trap comes out on the same day as all it comes out on the same day as the rest of Sonic Mania's copies, but who wants to play Night Trap? I'm joking, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um Darren says not more than the other versions, just in general. The sunset coloured lights in Stardust Speedway Bad Future are pretty, and all the mining equipment and lava in Quartz Quadrant Bad Future looks cool. Definitely would have to agree with that there. Some some great uh, Sonic C D in general has some like great graphical effects that just would go unnoticed otherwise. Also, let's see, is there a PS Plus discount? No, there isn't a PS Plus discount. Um, but however, I do get six unique Sonic Mania avatars and free themes based on the upcoming game. That is quite tempting because you get you get nothing with the Steam version. That's a lie. You don't. Because you get Sonic 1 with the Steam version. Hooray, I hear you all say. No, you don't. No, you don't. Indeed. So now we just keep rambling on and pretend that nothing else happened while I wait for some other people to comment on how bad um, this delay is or what games they're looking forward to aside from it or other stuff. Uh, I says, Kiwi Army, you haven't finished Zero, why are you getting Kiwi Army? Because why not? Because I'm going to probably play it at some point anyway, so or after I eventually finish um, after I eventually finish Zero, so I may as well get it in time before it becomes rare or expensive again. Electric Boogaloo says, I would love to see 2D versions of Sonic R tracks like Regal Ruin and Radiant Emerald. Radiant Emerald, I feel like, could be a great stage if you like unlocked all the Chaos Emeralds, sort of a la what Hidden Palace was originally meant to be in Sonic 2 rather than what it was in the remake, where after you got all the Chaos Emeralds, you went to Hidden Palace, and then there you unlock Super Sonic. I feel like I could work something in like that in Radiant Emerald, honestly. Also, I just checked the time. We are really far ahead. We are really far ahead of schedule for once. That's the first time I've ever said that. Uh, Doan also says, and I'm looking forward to YS8. Um, and also, Doan says, I don't mind the delay if they genuinely use it to fix stuff, which I honestly believe they will. Uh, as for Lost Impact, Lost Impact says, I'm really hyped for Fire Emblem Warriors. I really enjoyed Hyrule Warriors, so I can't wait to play another Warriors game. Don't care about the characters as long as they're fun to play as. Well, obviously you got the Dynasty Warriors games, but who wants to play them, and I, am I right, when you have Nintendo characters? Of course I'm joking, because the Dynasty Warrior games do look very fine, but the Nintendo versions just seem to steal the spotlight. Um, on Twitter, somebody once again complained about another copy of Sonic 1, and uh, somebody in the comments says, Hey, be grateful, it was the game that started it all. But I've played the game that started it all. Multiple, multiple 
multiple, multiple times. I own it on many different platforms. So therefore, saying it's the game that started it all, be grateful, sort of defeats the purpose. Aside from that, um, I'm just currently scrolling through Twitter to see if there is anything um, remotely interesting and remotely comedic about the current situation. Um, and my Twitter's frozen. I have absolutely no clue about any of this. Uh, oh, that's true because we also had the leaks. I completely forgot about the leaks. Because we leaked. The entire game got leaked, and I've got to be honest. I've seen the whole game. And, oh, it looks gorgeous. It looks so good. Oh. You guys are going to be impressed. That's my leak. Spoilers, it's going to be damn good. That it, some people would actually count that as spoilers though, so um... There's no hope for some people. Also, hashtag fellow New Yorker leaked the game. Not everything was revealed? No, because he sucked and game over 12 times and therefore couldn't get the Chaos Emeralds. So, we still don't know what the final boss is, but people will leak the final boss all over Twitter, so that'll be a fun day. Um... As for the rest of it... Um... Electric Boogaloo says, I'm actually waiting for Windjammers, which comes out the same day as Yakuza Kiwi Army and Sonic Mania PC. Oh, there we go. Jamie says, you're hurting me with this Mania talk, but why am I hurting you? It's going to be a good game. You knew that already. I mostly don't understand why anyone would want to spoil stuff. Attention. You get a ton of attention when you spoil stuff. The entire internet is talking about you because you're that one person who did that one thing on the internet once. And then in two weeks, everyone forgets who you are. Just like every anonymous leaker ever made. But aside from that, um, I had something that I was going to check, which I can't remember, actually. Um, I think I'm going to add another request to this block. So, I can't remember if this person asked for extra stuff in the block. No, they didn't. Um, we'll throw another. I'm just trying to think, like, whose request I should throw in here. I think I'm gonna throw this person's request in there. She know that it should go there. Then. Um, We'll throw another one in there. Um, apologies. Um, what is the song called? That's what it's called. There we go. Um, and we will slot in another one for them. We play Quartz Quadrant like quite a lot, so I think I'm going to skip over that one. 
And instead... Oh, I'm going to play this one. Um, it's not the original version. But this fits into our theme quite well, because this was a version that was composed by T. Lopes, the person who is currently composing the Sonic Mania soundtrack. So that's going to slot in quite nicely. So I'm once again going to put this over it. And there we go. But I think for now, we are going to read the chat once more. Uh, James says, one day you're the leaker, the next you're having a lawsuit on your ass. Yes, because they are going to probably sue him. Um, also, Electric Boogaloo says, question, is that talkbed music in the playlist? Yes, it is. It's called After the Adventure. Go ahead and request it to your heart's content. Aside from that, I think we're going to get into the music. So this is um, another stage that I want to see in Sonic Mania because we've seen it in a few games before, mainly Sonic Generations. That's actually the version that's going to get played. But I think it's a pretty good start of game level that would fit quite well in the beginning sort of area of the game because although it is a hill, it is another one of the hill levels, it differentiates itself enough in the music and looks department to where I think it could fit in really well, as well as look unique, and especially once again, it could be rehashed in such a way where it could be a completely new zone, thanks to the Sonic Mania team once again. Different teams have different interpretations of games, or stages, sorry, but for now we're going to get into one of my requests, and then a request by Lost Impact. And then um, a request by Veritex, but we're going to get into all of those as well. Um, so the first one is from Lost Impact, so I guess I should read that one out. So Lost Impact says, Death Chamber, since we haven't seen a stage... Okay, so it's a meme one. Uh, Death Chamber, since we haven't seen a stage based off the UK, that's a hashtag Viper stream meme, since 2001, I'd like to see what they could do with a remake for this level. For example, the boss could be Jamie throwing pucker pies. Hashtag Viper stream reference. And instead of keys, you have to find the free magic pucker pies. Maybe they could also add a magical ha haunted underwater space dragon temple, one of the most well-known tourist attractions in the UK, and a stage music that can be vocals by I.I. in his northern accent. And as for very Texas request, he said, um, I want to see Spring Yard Zone in Sonic Mania because it's my favourite from Sonic 1. Have to agree with you there. I think it's never going to happen because because there are more popular zones, more popular bumper and flipper zones like Casino or Carnival Night. Once again, I'd have to agree it's the most underappreciated flipper slash bumper zone. But we will get into that right now. But um, no, no, we won't because Twinny said something else, delaying me once again. So Twinny says actual words from the hashtag fellow New Yorker Sonic Mania streamer. Which we even call it spoilers though, it's a Sonic game for crying out loud. If anything, I'm giving people an informed purchase. Screw you, is all I have to say. Because revealing the entire game and literally telling people to go and post it everywhere they can is not informed purchase. That's being a dick. That's all I have to say on that one. Let's get into our request. So, as requested by me, this is Sonic Generations Mushroom Hill Act 2, right here on the Topical Resort.
Request Resorts.
Topical Thesis. And welcome back to the Topical Resort, right here on Radio Sega. I keep saying it because, damn it, my mouth is dry. So what you just heard there was from Sonic the Hedgehog, the 16-bit version. That was Spring Yard Zone, as requested by Veritex. And before that, from Sonic Adventure 2, that was Deeper. For for Death Chamber, as requested by Lost Impact. And before that was my own pick from Sonic Generations, that was Mushroom Hill Act 2. And now it's time for our topical thesis. So, today's topical thesis is a question. Sonic, should he be handed over to Taxman and company? So, as always, if you don't know what my topical thesis is, it's an opinion that I've come up with, or I've heard around the community, and I give you three my, my own three points for, three points against, and I now come to a justified conclusion based on my points. And then I want to hear your say, and I'll give you all those places where you can get in your say in just a second. But first of all, my points for. Sonic Mania, so far, has been the best received game in years. There was a constant media firestorm since Sonic Generations, which was Sonic's never had a good game. Sonic is actually the worst franchise of all time. Sonic was never good. And just like a constant media firestorm, which has kept escalating further and further and further out of hand. But Sonic Mania stopped that. Everyone suddenly stopped and went, Sonic Mania is going to be the best Sonic game since Sonic 3 and Knuckles, the last good Sonic game. Because these people haven't played video games since the 90s, leave them alone. But, um, it's surely if the game's the best received game in years, then why not keep on the team that made the game? Seems logical, right? Uh, the development team have proved they can make a very good game. As I said, best received game in years, and the people who have played it have just sung non-stop praise about the controls, and the fluidity of the game, and how good it looks, how well it plays, the stage design. They've just said nothing but good things about this game. Therefore, they proved they're competent and that their work on other games be very good. And, um, Sonic Team's best work has come out of non-Sonic franchises as of recent, and they rather work on other franchises. My my point here is Puyo Tetris. Because Puyo Puyo Tetris was, Sonic, was made by Sonic Team, and honestly, that's the best game they've made in years. It's really clear that the team has become sick of working on the Sonic franchise, and much like the days of old, they want to work on something else rather than being chained down to making the same franchise over and over again. Because even though they are called Sonic Team, they used to do so much more than Sonic, and now that's all they do. So, why not take Sonic off their hands and give them another chance to work on those A, the games they'd like to work on, and B, the games which are better received than their current ones? Not a bad situation for either party, is it? The good part, the party which everyone likes making Sonic games gets to make their Sonic games. The party that everyone likes making other games get to make their other games. However, there are my points against. Sonic Team were redesigned to make Sonic games and therefore would not have much of a purpose without him. Yes, it's true, there were games like Puyo Tetris and Burning Rangers and Nights into Dreams, with these crazy ideas that Sega used to have back in the day. Or sorry, that Sonic Team used to have back in the day. But, since 1991, what's their main purpose been? To make Sonic games, and although I literally just said they'd rather work on other games, those games are normally, like, sort of second place to Sonic games, as in, they're worked on in spare time, or they're worked on when another Sonic game isn't out, because they don't pull as much money as Sonic does, so... 
why would they focus more on making those sort of games when they don't make as much money? Because they practically have zero purpose aside from pushing out like an obscure game once every few years. Uh, the Taxman team, that's what I'm calling it, has a small number of staff, meaning that games would take longer. It's a very sort of independent team, they're very sort of on their own, and they would probably be opposed to having a big sort of teamwork on the game, because that would take away the magic a bit. So games would take a lot longer, and especially with their quality control, which is a lot higher than Sega's, games would take an awfully long time to come out, maybe two to three years each. If they're long games, if they're short games, well, it's a different case. But still, the point is, the team is a lot smaller and games will take longer to develop compared to the large Sonic team who can push out a game in a decent amount of time. And the Taxman team themselves would likely want to work on other games instead of limiting themselves to just being Sonic developers. Because they proved they can work on other games, they wouldn't want to work on the same franchise forever just the Sonic team don't. So, why should they be tied down while Sonic team are forced why should they be forced and tied down to do Sonic games when Sonic Team themselves are perfectly capable? Why send them into the same fate that Sonic Team went into? It doesn't seem like a logical decision. So, as for my conclusion... My conclusion... For the first time in the history of this segment, I'm completely tired of my opinion here. On one hand, the Taxman Team are working and working their hardest at making the best Sonic game in years by many people's opinion. Then, on the other hand, I'd like to see what other games the team could make outside of Sonic, and also don't want them to get burnt out, because then they would start making lower standard Sonic games. Either way, I would like to see them work on more Sonic games, but I don't want them to become trapped and tied down to Sonic, just like Sonic Team have been in the past. So what's your opinion on this opinion? You can get in your opinion in many different places. You can get in your opinion on Twitter, at Radio Sega, at the Green Viper 8, or at Topical Resort. You can get in your opinion through Facebook, at Radio Sega. You can get in your opinion through our Discord, radiose.ga forward slash Discord. You can get in your opinion through a private message on our um, message boards. I am Green Viper 8 there. You can get us an email, topicalresort at gmail.com. And as for now, I'm going to read out the lots of stuff you've been saying. Um... Electric Boogaloo says, I feel like there should be two sub-series, the modern 3D Sonic Team games and the 2D classic Taxman Stealth Pagoda West games. Kind of like how Mario's had with the new Super, oh sorry, the new and the Galaxy games. That is definitely the ideal way to do it in my opinion. You know, have one team, Taxman Team, work on the smaller sort of side projects, which are the classic games, because the classic games are a lot smaller and require a lot less effort, even if you like them, which I do. But they take a lot less effort, you need to understand that. But And then you have Sonic Team working on the big 3D titles because that's their expertise and that's how, what they know to do. Um, Lost Impact says, I want games like the Storybook series, Shadow the Hedgehog and the Adventure Games. And Electric Boogaloo says, and don't forget the best Sonic Team game, do you know where babies come from, aka the Rub Rabbits, because I was talking about Sonic Team games. Jamie also brings up a good point. We've got Freedom Planet 2 coming out this year, which Taxman is also working on. That's true. Quite a bit of his team's working on there, because also I know Falk's working on the music for that game, and Falk was helping out um, T. Lopes with the soundtrack to Sonic Mania. Um, as for Doan, Doan says, If it means Sega's older franchises, they don't seem to give a mm about Get Resurrected. I'm not... I'm all for not concentrating on Sonic games. I don't care... 
who does it as long as they understand the spirit of the original games. That is very, very true. And also, I forgot to retweet. This is Radio Sega. Whoops. So, I would like to know your opinions, as I just mentioned, so be sure to get them in on all those platforms. And as for now, I'm going to check my email. Because I don't have my email open because my Firefox is currently glitching out a bit. In the meantime, just enjoy the chilled out tones of After the Adventure, or Relaxing Resort, as we like to call it over here. Very slow loading today. Okay, nothing. Can we check our spam box? Does our spam box have any more amazing um, spam on it? Sadly, it does not, however. But anyway, we are going to keep an eye on all of the platforms for social media that we have here at Radio Sega. That means I should probably open up my Facebook as well for the first. That means I should probably actually open up the Facebook page. That'd be a good idea. Um, I need Radio Sega. That, that's what I'm looking for. Well done, brain. Electric Boogaloo says I still want a remake of Burning Rangers, though. I'm surprised that wasn't one of the remakes they did on um, PC, because considering they did Knights. But then again, Knights was also based off of... Um, Knights was also... Knights was also based off the PS2 version of Knights. And that version of Knights just already exists, and they just slightly tinkered it to get the uh, PC version. So it was an easy, it was an easy edit for them, which is probably why they chose that one rather than Burning Rangers. But there we go. In the meantime, let's just relax. And also, very Texas typing, so that's why I'm waiting. Oh, VR my my lol, that's all he has to say. I see, um, whoops. So, in the meantime, we are going to... Uh, in fact, I think I'm just going to probably start the music now so we can get on with the rest of the show. Yes, the green type at eight. <coughs> Electric Boogaloo says, I don't know, get Sega China in the case of Burning Rangers. Did Sega China do a remake of Burning Rangers? Let me look this up. Uh, Sega of China, Burning Rangers, Burning Rangers Go. Um, oh yeah, it was exclusive to the Saturn, wasn't it? What an idiot. Of course it was. So sad. Uh, we've had a reply on the Twitter. Icy St- at IcyStorm9, known as Josh, has replied with just a simple, No. So meaning, no, Christian Whitehead and Co. should not take over the Sonic series. Uh, Electric Boogaloo says Sega trying to did the remake for Knights. Yes, they did, and that I know, but I didn't know if they did the remake for Burning Rangers as well, because I couldn't remember. And Veritex brings up a very good point. In the end, it doesn't matter who's making old-school Sonic games as long as they're good. That is exactly what I want to hear as well. So, now we got up a few more requests, and I am going to read you out the comments relating to these requests. So, first up is Jamie, who wants to hear Labyrinth Zone Masses Demo. The reason he chose Labyrinth Zone is that it paved the way with being the first water-themed or water-related level. With memorable moments of hard times for some, while others enjoyed the zone for what it is. Also showing that Sonic games can go from easy-slash-normal levels to those that jump the difficulty height a lot. 
This zone helped with those, helped with those such as Tidal Tempest and along with the Ancient Slash Ruins theme of zones of future stages such as Lost World from Sonic Adventure being the great stage they are. The music for the most part is the best or worst depending on your perspective of the stage. Overall it will be a great addition showing how these zones can be difficult but fun at the same time. That is exactly what I wanted, Jamie. Thank you so much for that. That is a fairly good description. And honestly, I think Labyrinth Zone difficult, but you got me. I do like Labyrinth Zone. And it's not as difficult as I make it on to be, but I still do think it is the most difficult stage in the game. So that's why I go on about it, because I honestly find Scrap Brain easier than Labyrinth. But it's just such a difficulty spike in the game. Like It just comes out of nowhere and then goes away again for Starlight. And then comes back for Scrap Brain. It's just uh, same as Sandopolis. Like the difficulty spike sort of comes out of nowhere, and then it goes away again. And I think that's probably why my opinion on them is, is slightly more sour than they should be. Aside from that, we also have another request by Lost Impact, and they say, um, second, Dino Jungle. I've been thinking, what does Classic Sonic need the most? Obviously a level filled with dinosaurs. This level could use motion controls as a nice reference to Secret Rings. Also, the song, Seven Memes in Hand, because that's still going, could play every time you jump, get hit, or collect a ring. Dinosaurs chase you, and Sonic has seven rings in hand throughout the level. There could also be a beautiful lake in... It could also be a beautiful lake in the level filled with Viper and everyone else who pre-ordered PC Mania's Salty Tears. I didn't pre-order PC Mania because I'm getting the PS4 version, hopefully tonight. I mean, what? Oh, and Sonic is on fire during the level. It's a very good reason. And finally, we got a request up by Veritex. And, um, Veritex says... We've already read this one out, but second, Hilltop Zone. My favourite in Sonic 2. I'd love to see another mountain theme zone because the view up there is just amazing. And with that in mind, we are going to get into the request resort once again. So, first up, as requested by Jamie Mr. Wonderman, from Sonic the Hedgehog, this is Labyrinth Zone, Master's Demo version. Enjoy. Quest Resorts.
Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Call-In And welcome back to the Topical Resort on Radio Sega. We just heard there was from Sonic 2 HD. That was T-Lope's remix of Hilltop Zone. Originally, Veritex requested the Sonic 2 version. Just the original Sonic 2 version of Hilltop Zone. However, I thought it was fitting because it, the Sonic 2 HD version was done by T-Lope's, who is doing the soundtrack for Sonic Mania now. And as Jamie rightfully said, the saxophone is so sexy, could not agree more. For that... From Sonic and the Secret Rings, that was the Wicked World, as requested by Lost Impact. And before that, from Sonic the Hedgehog, that was Labyrinth Zone, Masses Demo version, as requested by Jamie Mr. Wonderman. And now, it is time for the Discord call-in. How do you do on the Discord call-in? It's simple. All you have to do is join RadioSE.GA4/Discord, and from there, join the chill-out voice room, have a microphone ready. And that's all you need to do. And we have two people in the, um... We have two people in the voice room, and also I need to turn down the output volume back to its original volume. And I think we're going to go with this person, because they've never been on there before, so let me just send them a message to see if they're ready. And aside from that, let me um, push out the tweet. And also, somebody on Twitter brought up a good point. Um, if this was released yesterday, everyone would have said yes, in reference to if... Um, in reference to whether Sonic, um, the Sonic series should be handed over to Christian Whitehead and team. Anyway, we're going to get on the first person line. I have no clue how the audio balance is going to be here. And welcome to the show, Lost Impact. Let's just mess with some audio settings. Also, remember to unmute your microphone. That might be a start. This, this is good radio. Anyway, welcome to the show Lost Impact. Radio at its finest. This should have worked, but now it doesn't. Amazing. Incredible. Is Discord still broken on my end? I'll try um, bringing you back in a bit, Lost Impact, but um, we will get to talk to you in, uh, hopefully in a bit. Let's try this person. I'm not even going to give him any warning. Uh, actually, no, not that person. We're going to drag in that person. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Indeed. Hello. That is the perfect way to put it. Hello, I am. Welcome to the I show. Not, I was just having a nice conversation about Jamie. Well, too bad. Uh. Because now you're on the top resort and all your fun has been ruined. So what would you like to talk about today in reference to Sonic Mania? Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking I was going to be dragged on. So, I was just oh, amazing! Um, I mean, I might as well talk to, to talk to you about uh, what I was talking to Jamie, and hope Jamie um, wasn't wanting to talk about this um, on the show. Um, if you have time, please come on. Um, I was just like thinking, like, what 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 do people actually want um, or would like um, um, as something free? Um, um, 
from Sonic uh, from Sonic Team or whoever, and for the fact that mainly on PC is um, being delayed. Um, and Jamie said um, something that kind of makes sense. Um, is that just like literally just say to them, saying, "Look, you can have one free Sonic game. Choose any of them, any one uh, Sonic game on Steam you have for free. You choose which one don't you have." I think it's especially sort of um, strange in that in like past events like Summer of Sonic, they've given away Sonic Generations for completely free. So why are they being stingy now when people are buying a game rather than at a event? Who knows? Because like also Sonic uh, Generations is the exact same price. That'd be a perfect sort of um, thing to give out as compensation. But nope, that would have been too smart. I mean, look, I suppose the. I- the, the idea of um, Sega is that they like that they know that people are always going to have Sonic, and so the idea is that you're going to give it to a friend, hopefully that doesn't already have Sega, so they'll become more Sonic fans, which is a perfectly sensible idea or something, I suppose. Um, but it's, it's just not really enough compensation. But I think just generally as, as Sonic um, fans, I think we should just like come together and kind of have some kind of idea of what what we well not me because I've got it I'm getting it on PS4 but for everyone that has it on PC what they would actually like and then just Twitter or, or however contact um, Sega and say look look, look uh, we don't think this is, is suitable um, would you be in, w- would you be willing to do this instead and, and just to, just to see what they say I think it's worth a try. I mean, I, I, I just don't, I just don't really see where where say you're coming from. Um, I mean, I, I mean to be fair, I don't know technicalities. But I don't know how Steam works. I don't know if they gave away a, a free game on Steam. Is there any cost to save apart from obviously um, the forwarding cost that you might end up buying the game in the future, and so you, they've lost the potential of, of making that money. Um, but but yeah, just personally, I, I, I think they should just say, look, you can have any any Sonic game, or even just any Sega game. Well, not, not any Sega game, because I'm quite expensive, but, you know, any Sega game up to the value of, like, five or ten pounds or something, and you can just choose whatever you want to, whatever you don't have on your game list already. Yeah, that would have been the smart thing to do, but instead, um, no, they didn't do that, and they just went for the cheapest possible option, because the cheapest option is always the best way to uh, please, um, please pissed fans because that just works, you know. Give them the absolute cheapest thing, despite the fact that they've been screwed over two weeks and some of them paid eighty pound. Yeah, because I mean, I think the problem they're going to have is that a lot of people are going to cancel well, that have a PS4, or Xbox One, or, or a Switch are going to cancel their, their their order on on Steam, and they're going to get buy the other version. Now, obviously, you think, well, that's not really going to hurt Sega because people are going to buy it on a different console. And, you know, I, I mean, maybe different consoles have different profit margins or such, but um, they're still going to get their money. But it's going to mean the Steam sales are going to drastically drop, um, which isn't going to look good for sales for other people looking to buy it because they're going to be like, oh, the Steam. The Steam sales didn't sell. Oh, not many people bought it on Steam. Oh, maybe it's not a good game or something. People that obviously don't know what's going on. Um, and then there's going to be some people that are going to be like, oh, well, 
Well, I'm just going to cancel my Steam and I'm going to wait for it to be. I'm going to carry on playing other games and then I'm going to wait for it to be discounted in a few months' time and then I'll get it for cheaper than anyway. Exactly. But anyway, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to drag you back to the chill out because we've got more yeah. people. So, do you have anything you'd like to say? No. You're boring. Anyway, we'll see you later, Ryan. Thanks for coming I, to the show. I am, yes. Thank you. And I'm going to try this again now because hopefully this person should be working. Let's try that again. Welcome to the uh, show, Lost Impact. Hi. What would you like to talk about today in reference to Sonic Mania? Um, how upset are you about the delay? I'm pretty upset, but at the same time, it, that's partly because they tell us about the delay like a few days before the game comes out. Like, if I was told about this like a week or two in advance, I wouldn't be that mad. And plus, I do have other places I can play it. Like, I can play it over on the PS4. But it's just some more advance would have been nice, and it's the fact that their compensation for this incredibly short notice and two weeks filled with spoilers. Their only compensation is, well, we'll give you a £3 game which you already own. Good job, guys. Yeah, some people paid £80 for this game. And you give them a £3, sometimes even £2, £1 sale game in compensation. It just seems like an awful business move. It should have been Shadow the Hedgehog HD Remaster. And there's the obligatory mention of Shadow the Hedgehog. But, um, in all seriousness, do you have, like, any zones you would like to have seen outside of memes and all that sort of stuff? Um, Starlight? I'd quite like to see that one. Why would you quite like to see Starlight? I just enjoyed the zone when I played Sonic 1. It's just it, my favorite. It was a pretty good zone. It was just sort of, like, quite relaxed. Quite... It was just relaxed in general, and the entire aesthetic of the stage was just very calming compared to Labyrinth Zone all over the place. Also, the music was really good. Exactly. It was... All of the music in Sonic 1 is especially good, I think, but, like, Starlight is just so... Ah... Just sit back after the chaos that was dying to the... Dying to the labyrinth boss after you've hit the ch after you've hit the uh, animal capsule because that did not happen. It's also a stage that Belly Abo gets brought back. Yeah, I think definitely because like all the other stages in Sonic One get love, that one doesn't. And even then, there's like no stages like similar to it because. Like, Green Hill, there's been stages similar to that. Marble Zone has been stages similar to that. Labyrinth Zone has been stages similar to that. Scrap Brain has been stages similar to that. Starlight and Springyard, there's never really been anything sort of similar to those two, minus, like, sort of the, like, casino aesthetic of later stages. It's sort of like Star... Uh, sort of like um, Springyard, but not in the same way, I'd say. How's living in the death chamber? Uh, oh yeah, I forgot I live in the death chamber because of course the death chamber is um, in the UK. I mean, aside from that, if you got anything Viper's else... Dream meme. <laughs> I was going to say, have you got anything else to say aside from that? Um, no, you can get Jamie on now, I guess. No, I wasn't going to put Jamie on because he sucks, but do you have like anything you'd like to say before you leave? Because normally like people will scream 
Wanna do some other stuff or something oh. similar? Jamie wanted me to tell you that you suck. Oh, how charming, Jamie. Screw you. And that was Lost Impact. <laughs> and that is the end of the Discord call-in because we got like um, two minutes left of this segment. So instead, I'm going to get on to the Toppy Mix. And for those of you who don't know what the Toppy Mix is, because people always shout at me for the Toppy Mix segment. So it's simple. One Sega track that doesn't, I repeat, doesn't relate to the topic of the episode. One remix which does relate to the topic of the episode. And one non-Sega track which doesn't relate to the topic of the episode. So when I play Mario music, you can't go, Well, Mario doesn't have anything to do with the Sonic series. Because I've explained it, you just didn't listen. So anyway, it's time for the Toppy Mix. And I'm going to start off with um, a soundtrack that I've been listening to a lot again lately. This is from Mad World, and this is Ain't That Funny, right here on Radio Sega. Let's get scratching.
back to the topical resort what you just heard there was from of all games Mario Kart Wii that was Cooper Cape it's so bad but it's so good the instruments are so bad but the music itself is godly and before that from Sergey that was Studiopolis Zone Act 1 Sergey something mix because radio DJ is not showing as usual what else is new uh, Sergey Reinterpretation, that's what it's called. Thank you, Radio DJ, for helping me once again. And before that, from Mad World, that was Ain't That Funny. 
And it's time for the end of the show. I know, right? So sad. You're probably all cheering and I just can't hear you. But yes. Um, unfortunately, that's where it all comes crashing down. I hope you enjoyed today. I hope you're a big fan of Sonic Mania and you're looking forward to the release on Tuesday or in two Tuesdays time. If you're a PC owner, sucks to be you because the PS4 has come to rise again. But yes, um, aside from that, I've been uh, Green Viper 8. And Twitty has brought up a good point. Um, Mesmerist is on last call this week for a Sega EDM mix, which I didn't know about because I didn't even know last call was on this week because no one told me. But now I know last call's on. So there we go, last call, 11pm UK time. Mesmerist will be doing a Sega EDM set, but before that you have the lovely Rexy with the equally lovely Sega Mixer Drive, playing the best Sega remixes for two hours straight, as well as some crazy banter with the chat. Much crazier and much more banterful than this show. Go ahead and enjoy that. As Aya says, rest in peace the PC Master Race, that is exactly what I have to say after today. So I hope you guys are looking forward to the release of Sonic Mania. And I would still like to know some of the zones, even though obviously this is the end of the episode. I would still like to know some of the zones you'd like to see. You can send them to me anytime on Discord or Twitter. My Twitter is at Green Viper, at the Green Viper Eight, and my Discord is Green Viper Eight. You can send them to me at any time, and I'd love to read them. I'd love to read people's opinions on this sort of stuff. But um, aside from that, let's see what the Discord has to say. Uh, Lost Impact. Yes, it was your first Discord call, and you handled it very well. You didn't go completely insane like most people. Which is a start. Yeah, most people tend to go completely berserk after their first disc of calling because they know what they're in for after that. Electric Boogaloo says, We need a Burning Rangers remake, even though it probably won't happen. That it won't. As for next week, um, next week I am slightly pressed for time. There will still be an episode. However, we'll be going back to that weird, that weird structure that we had last month with the summer episode and the. The theme of the music of that episode is yet to be revealed, but as you know, with those episodes, the talk beds have no theme whatsoever, so whatever you guys talk about in the Discord, we'll be talking about on the main show. So if you want to talk about how Ice Cap is the worst zone of all time, you can talk about that and I'll talk about it with you. But, so, we just got a completely random episode next week. There shouldn't be any more of those, hopefully because I only do them when I'm pressed for time, like I am next week, so there shouldn't be any more of those after now. But as for this week, I have been the Green Viper 8, as always. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're looking forward to Sonic Mania. I'm going to leave you with the track Dr. Eggman Showdown from Sonic Lost World. And as always, stay topical.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.